Access granted. This is GFN On, a GeForce Now podcast where we go through this week's GFN and gaming news featuring Duncan and Barry. Join us every Thursday at 8pm UK, 3pm Eastern on YouTube. And if you can't join us there, catch up on podcast services like Apple, Spotify and Google. Thank you for joining us. Hit the like button and ask questions. And now on with the show. Oh, that's just jumped again. I don't know. You're hitting buttons. I'm blaming you. No, not me. No buttons. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. We are pre-recording this uh, this week just due to uh, schedule conflicts. Uh, that sounds all. That sounds all the nice way of saying Indeed. So we're actually recording this the day before. So if anything changes, we didn't know about it. And sorry. In advance. <laughs> so, good job. Good job. Yeah, we're we're recording this on the Wednesday, so thank you for to GFM for giving us the news uh, early as normal. So we're going to have to do this slightly different. You can tell us if you prefer this new style or the old style. Let us know down below in the comments and on Anchor. You can actually uh, if you go to our Anchor page on the podcast. It, you can actually send us questions and stuff like that and we can answer them under the show so if you're listening on podcast services make use of that if, if you're not if you're watching this on youtube i'll try and remember to put in the link below so you can actually send in questions to the show have a tab hey super good what we like good. isn't it hey yes already there and doing stuff so we'll start off as usual what have you been playing young barry Oh, I've been playing a few things in the past week, to be honest with you. Uh, so I've done some more um, of Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, played a little bit more of that, which has been good. I'm really enjoying that, actually. Um, traditionally, maybe not the sort of game that I would have played with it being card-based. Um, but I've really, uh, it's really got its teeth into me, so I'm really enjoying that. Uh, I've done some more of the Saints Row campaign. Um, and I... I picked up Ixion as well. I know I was on the fence about that last week, uh, but I actually picked it up. I thought, do you know what? No, I'm going to push myself, pick it up, and uh, and give it a blast. Uh, and so far, that is pretty enjoyable. Obviously, still getting to grips with the basics and that sort of stuff and working through. Um, but, you know, it is pretty good. Uh, and then also, uh, after the Game Awards last week, um, and obviously the Jedi Survivor um, kind of reveal and the launch date, um, it kind of forced me to go and see whether I could bring over my save file from Stadia uh, and put it into the Steam version. Because uh, obviously it's a little bit hit and miss sometimes with some of the Steam games. Some of them pick it up, some of them don't. 
thankfully, uh, Jedi Fallen Order does work. Uh, so I've got all of my progress from Stadia now uh, and I can play it on GFM. Uh, so I've been doing a couple of more chapters on that. Yep, so having fun there. What have I been playing? I- I'm just going to have a little joke here about everybody seems to be catching up in games I've been playing for ages. And it, some of the people we actually talked to uh, in GFM land have only discovered Slay the Spar. Like, come on. <laughs> I've been talking, <laughs> <laughs> been talking about that for ages. So yes, I've been continuing to play Slay the Spar. I've also jumped into a couple of other bits and bobs, my usual boring sort of uh, building games. I've been playing some little Orpheus as well. I want to get that finished on Steam just to have it done and dusted. So yeah, I've been playing my, I've been playing my mix of games and it's been a very bit of fun for me anyway. So plenty of games coming here and my I'm gonna be coming on to something a wee bit later. It's I've actually put another note down for what they actually talk about here. My uh GFN library has expanded a fair bit over the last couple of uh, week or so because of sales and things like that but there is some cracking deals going on so we'll come on to that shortly but our next our first topic we've actually got topics and everything here and it is Valhalla has a free weekend this weekend so what did you think of Valhalla? Um, I mean the, the story I've not finished it uh, but I was relatively engaged in the uh, the kind of the Norsk Viking theme. Uh, I was pretty uh, pretty invested in, enjoyed that element of it and the way the story was sort of panning out. Um, but I know, as we were talking about last week, it was uh, it's pretty divisive, shall we say, among some of the uh, AC fans, like yourself. <laughs> yeah, like me. Uh, Assassin's Creed for Hala, you will not finish it over the weekend. It's being very, very clever here. Uh, to get people hooked in because if you do get hooked into it you will play it a lot you're talking 100 plus hours in it uh, it has been added to Steam with new achievements which I think I covered ad nauseum last week <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, it's a wee bit annoying in that it doesn't have a dark but you can actually play it across Epic and Steam and Ubisoft Connect on GFN. Uh, you will have to add it to your library. You can do that through the app and whatnot. Just click the wee button and you can actually play it over the weekend. And you can see if you, if you want to play it. The game is massive. I think it deviates too much from the originals, Assassin's Creed. But it's. I think that people who are maybe not Assassin's Creed fans may actually enjoy it more than Assassin's big Assassin's Creed fans, if that makes a bit more sense. It's it's more adventure it's taking what uh, or Origins and what was the other one? Odyssey. Odyssey. And moved it on to another level. So I from them I think our Origins is the best then Odyssey and then this one I think this is the weakest I from the we've got that also script here today not script script too much of a 
Yeah, too strong. We don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't script surfer. <laughs> yeah, we do have a, another piece of news from Ubisoft. Uh, you may be aware, you may not be aware. Watchdog Legion is going to Steam on the 26th of January. So what we're seeing here is Ubisoft's deal with Epic ending and they are bugging all their games which were part from that Epic deal on to Steam and they're spacing them out. We're actually going to see that later on today as well with another game coming. Uh, which I think is the biggest load of nonsense, and I think it's going to die soon. Yes, I'm saying it's going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you played, Watchdog Legion? I have played Watchdog Legion. Watchdog Legion is probably my favourite uh, of the uh, instalment in the in the series. Um, I really, I you know, I naturally enjoyed the theme of the first and the second, um, but the way that they kind of uh, took to London. The amount of attention to detail in recreating the environment and then when you stick on that rtx the way that the environment looks uh you know with all the illuminations and all that sort of stuff uh and the story uh i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed legion and that's why it was uh the, the favorite installment for me yeah uh, i know a lot of people really enjoyed legion am i right in saying that the dlc on their the games as a service sort of thing has basically ended for Legion now, and it's bit so when you buy this, this is basically going to be the complete game. Uh, yes, I think it is. I think you're right. I think that's lit literally uh, that's it done. That's it done and dusted. So what we have here is I'm bringing this up again because just to say I'm not the only one who is yapping about this. Well, you were going to jump in there, Barry. Go on. No, no, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna say anything. I wasn't gonna say anything. This is the Watchdogs Legion's discussions. I'm telling you, I, they're having a tough time with this. We've seen it with Valhalla. It was where's the achievements? The game has not even released yet, and it's all where's the achievements? We want achievements. So Ubisoft, get your butts into gear and do that and get the achievements there because we want achievements. Absolutely, and we were talking about this just before we started recording, and it's, and I know we had a lengthy conversation about achievements last week, but you can't help but feel that two weeks in a row, couple of games, the pressure is there for them to to get that done. Um, you know, clearly, <laughs> you know, there's there's a huge amount of people, not just yourself, uh, that you know that are taking issue with it and sort of saying. Where the bloody hell are the achievements? Uh, even to the point you've got people in there saying, you know, no achievements, no no money. Uh, and I think that in itself kind of speaks volume. So I think that undoubtedly there's going to be a pressure situation where they are, uh, they're going to end up adding those sooner or later. Yeah, what's real interesting uh, in this, it's not interesting, you do get achievements, you get the Ubisoft Connect achievements. I don't count them as an achievement. It has to be a Steam achievement. Give me the Steam achievements and we will be rocking. Next thing we're going to talk about is Humble Bundle. Barry's gone, he didn't mention this before we started, but yeah, I am mentioning it now. So Humble Bundle, and uh, they have a number of good bundles there with many games 
which are on GeForce now. The one I would probably point to straight off is the, the Racing Sim one. I know you've, you've had a wee look at that as well, but I think we've got most of the games there. Uh, yeah, I've got a good couple. I've got a good few of them in that collection um, already. Yeah, uh, I will click into it here. Uh, a set of Corsa uh, is on GFM. And a set of Corsa compound blah, 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 is also on GFM. And NASCAR Heat 5 isn't, but the older NASCAR game is on it. But yes, NASCAR it 20 one ignition is it's really weird you know how it goes with gfn sometimes some of the games go and some don't but we both like a several course and it runs so well on gfn yeah it absolutely does it runs so well um and it you know it's a game that plays stupidly well you could just and you lose i don't know about you but you can just lose hours in it um because you just get so engrossed into whether you're going through the career and building yourself up your safety ratings you know all those sorts of things how good you get in it at kind of conditioning the car you know all your turning there's a variety of different things and i think the assetto corsa series is very different, you know, it's not your traditional arcade racer. You know, yes, you can kind of pick it up and drive and you'll have fun with it. Uh, but I think there's much more to it in terms of being able to unlock the potential of, you know, the car. Uh, and then, as I say, there are things like the way that you race with the other races. You've got the safety ratings, how you treat the tyres, how you corner in. Uh, you know, are you getting the optimum out of the car? And there are all of those sorts of things that are in there, which is something that I really, really like about that as a, you know, as a franchise. Yep. Uh, next one is one to maybe keep an eye on. It depends how uh, comfortable you are taking a bit of a risk if you just play on GeForce now. This is the 2K. We know 2K have just signed up to GFN. Uh, last last week or the week before with midnight songs uh so they could be back on gfn this bundle here is ridiculous for 13 pounds so i'll be about 15 dollar mark i would say maybe yeah 15 16 dollars yeah you get border super duper edition of border vans xcom civilization bioshock mafia rule Real Rule Tycoon series, Duke Nukem Forever, some wrestling games, Civ City Rome, the older XCOM, and Hidden and Dangerous and Army Men. I think this is ridiculous. If you're comfortable taking the risk, and if you're just playing GFM, I would buy this because I think this is a brilliant, brilliant deal. For me, £13 for the Bioshock trilogy is worth it on it, so never mind anything else. You would... <laughs> if you were to play all these games, you would get thousands of hours uh, done there because you've got Civilization, you've got XCOM, you've got the Bioshock games there, which give you 30, 40, 50 hours worth of ridiculous amount of stuff here. I would pick this up. That is a crazy bundle for that amount of money. 
That really is. Yeah. That's and and as you said, there's some absolute cracking games in there that you know you are gonna that are just gonna eat your time. Um, Yeah, I I would agree with you. If that was me, uh, you know, if maybe if you've either got a PC, you've maybe got a Steam Deck, uh, you know, and you're a GFN gamer, I'd for sure I'd be taking a punt. I mean, yet I'll be go. taking a, I'll be taking a pump on that as well. <laughs> for that money, I think it's too, it's nearly too good to to not go for. It. And I think there may be more of these deals coming out there. This is why I was wanting to go over a wee bit of this because it's just stonking value. Even if one of them top six games came there, I think it's at that price, it is worth it. Yeah. So. I'll move on. Was there another bundle I wanted to go with? Barry, can you talk about something for one wee second? Yeah, of course. Um, absolutely. Um, obviously, uh, one of the things that we can cover as well uh, is a, a reminder, I guess, uh, to uh, go and start checking out the Epic Game Store uh, from today. Um, obviously, they have hit that Christmas period uh, where they give away, obviously, their games in the lead up to Christmas. You have to obviously claim them, uh, you know, within 24 hours. So it literally goes into that cycle of claiming one and then it's available for 24 hours. You go into the next day. Um, So I would be making sure that you keep your eyes peeled for those um, on Epic because they are absolutely, um, you know, you get some cracking games within there. uh, And of course, uh, you know, the, the GFN team will be working as hard as they possibly can to bring as many of them, uh, you know, into the service when they uh, when they get there. And Duncan's on mute. <laughs> uh, well, let's make some let's make some uh, predictions here. If you haven't already, pick up. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Seems true. The free game. I'm going to say we're going to get some Tomb Raiders again because they always like throw in a little Tomb Raider. <laughs> um, I think Control will be in the list again this year. Yeah, they like to they like to dish out Control. That's because no one plays it. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> I teed you up for that. Then I teed yes. you up for it. I gave you the opportunity. Yeah, I am very known for that. Remedy games, I think, are games that it's uh, what everybody says they want to play them and they actually they actually play them and they still end up with the game somehow because they're always given away for free. Uh, people do complete them. It's it's like the no, one of these games well reviewed, but no one seems to play it. Yeah, that's true. And I, do you know what? I am a living, breathing example of that because I wanted to play Control. Uh, I've got it in more than one place to be able to play Control. And I think I've done, I don't know, maybe an hour. <laughs> nice. uh, and I've, I've not touched it beyond that. Uh, moving on, well, we'll just take this down for the time being. And my headphones decides to jump off here. I'm having not. Uh, is that music still going? No, the music know. stopped. 
the music stopped. It has indeed. It's just and your... yeah, I, my it's just my dulcet tones. Uh, moving on, what was I moving on to? I do not even know. Yes, EA app. What's going on with the EA, EA app? I know you're all over this, so we are. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously we we were talking about it right at the end of uh, of, of the GN, uh, GFN on episode last week. Um, in the fact that they were going to be starting to work uh, on transitioning uh, the games on GeForce Now that are from the Origin storefront uh, in towards the EA app. Uh, and of course, those changes uh, have already actually started to take effect this week. Um, so Battlefield 2042 uh, is one of the first games that's gone across. That shows in the GFN app um, as being, instead of Origin, it now says EA app. Uh, and that is exactly the same as well for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, so it is a little bit hit and miss. And I think we did say last week, um, you know, we were given some advice that if people's can't launch their games if it's on origin chances are it's because they're doing some kind of transitional work and they're um, you know they're getting it across to the ea app uh, and that's something i had myself this week uh, with star wars jedi fallen order it started to load it errored it wouldn't load um and then obviously uh, a little while later uh, it's it fired back up again but i noticed in the app it said ea app rather than origin so that's just something to keep your uh, keep your eyes peeled for because it will. Uh, it, I imagine it will probably start happening quite thick and fast now. Yeah, uh, and I'm expecting other games to come down the come down the line uh, quicker when this starts to migrate across. So yeah, there is a lot going on here. Uh, I'm actually multitasking. I'll tell you what I'm actually doing after Barry. But your oh my god, he was actually functioning. What's going on? Yes, you will probably notice below if you're watching this on YouTube what I've actually done. Touch wood and cross fingers. Let me do it all right here. So uh, I'm just double checking. Is there anything else that we need to talk about before we get into the games here? I think there was. Um, I think that was. I think that was us really uh, in terms of the the kind of the news elements and some of the changes. You're probably going to say something different now. No, uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm it's one. It's an upgrade. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll start on to the games. This is technically a game this week. Technically not a game this week. And the Witcher Three. The Witcher Three is technically an upgrade, if I remember right. It's just an upgraded version of it, rather than the other. So. You now can play this with enhanced visuals and things like that. And I know a lot of people are loving it uh, already. I'm hearing it runs superbly on deck. If you can get it running on deck, there's a good thing like that. But this should be running really, really well on GFM. Yeah, it absolutely should. I'm really looking forward to being able to see uh, just how well it performs, uh, you know, with the inclusion of. Uh, stuff like the the global illumination and the you know the enhanced visuals that it that it's going to bring, 
Um, I, yeah, I really can't wait to see how it is. And then, I, you know, of course, there's the, there's the Netflix-themed content that's in there as well, um, you know, which just, if anybody is kind of following the Netflix series, um, which obviously the third season's just about to hit um, in the next week or two, um, then obviously, you know, there's some content from the, you know, inspired by the series that's going to be featuring in the game, which adds a, uh, adds a little different dimension to it as well. Yeah, that price may freak you out. Don't buy it at that price, buy it cheaper. Wait for a sale. If you really want it, I'm not gonna stop you doing it. But the Witcher fee, complete edition, and the Witcher fee in general goes on sale a lot and it's usually quite cheap. So I wouldn't be surprised if that maybe goes on sale later or it's on sale while you're watching this. I would not be surprised as a thing. Yeah, refresh because we again we're we're pre-recording here tonight, so we don't know. We'll go on to the first game of the week, and it is Master of a Magic. This is a reimagining of the old title. What I need to do my normal wee thing here, don't I? Indeed, you're gonna you're gonna read the blurb. Take up the role of a great wizard. Wield powerful spells, command fantasy races, and challenge your rivals in this remake of a cult turn-based strategy classic. Do you have what it takes to become a master of magic? So this game released on Tuesday. It's got 87 reviews and they are mixed. Which is interesting. I don't like it. It's the trouble with a classic though, isn't it? If you touch a classic and you don't get it right, you could yeah. get a very tepid response, couldn't you? Yes, you could mess things up here. So I'm just thinking this is just the old games. You can buy the complete, but I would go for that for the extra seven quid. You get the old game as well. It is uh, no achievements. Oh dear. Duncan's well and truly out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks like it's one of these games where it is not a bad game, but it's not a great game. It's an in-between game. I just had a wee quick look at the reviews there, and it was, this needs a mix button, because in Steam reviews, it's either positive or negative, while it's actually sort of in-between. So it may, it may be one to keep an eye on and let it develop and get some patching and updates to the game. Yeah, I think that's probably uh, you know probably pretty accurate. Um, it sounds like it's sitting at that middle of the road, you know, probably <clears throat> a five, maybe a six uh, in terms of a rating. Um, but yeah, you know, as you say, with some patching, with some work, uh, that may well be able to be turned around. Um, but it depends, of course, whether some of it's not because uh, a lot of it, if you'll excuse the pun, is about capturing or recapturing the magic of the original. Uh, and if they're not able to do that and connect with fans of the original, uh, then you are, you know, as we were saying earlier, you are going to get a bit of a uh, a tepid response to it. Yeah, so fun, fun, fun. Uh, I don't think I'll even wish this. this. It's, not, it's not one for me. Uh, I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving swiftly on. 
we are going to be talking Ubisoft and no achievements again, and we're talking Roller Champions. Roller Champions, I think, is going to be kaput next year. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's clicked with people. Genuinely say that it'd be a shame if that was the case because I do. I understand why it probably hasn't clicked with people, uh, you know, to some degree. But as a game, it, there's an element of, of fun to it. Um, you know, I, I was part of the, the, the testing very early on this, um, you know, and was able to, to test it on a couple of different platforms and then obviously play it at launch. Uh, it didn't have a great launch. Um, to be honest, I think the launch itself probably did it quite a bit of harm. Um, but the game itself is actually, you know, if you've got a group of friends together, you can have a ton of fun with it. Um, so it would be a shame if it disappeared completely. Uh, but I, I do understand potentially why it's not been as much of a hit as maybe they thought it would be. Online multiplayer games live by the user base i can tell you what as we are talking there is a grand total of remember this is a triple a you can call it triple a studio new soft this is a should be a big game it is a free to play game there's only 115 people playing that and the pick the pick concurrence yesterday when when the game when did that come out did that came out yesterday didn't it yeah it came uh, out yeah, yesterday it did, yeah. Uh, the peak concurrence yesterday on on Steam were 127. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good that the game's on GFN. Another free to play game. I just don't see this sticking around. And there's already been articles out there uh, for the different press saying that this game's just about the. <laughs> to go anywhere but I don't think it's sustainable because it's such if you want to play it, go play it if it's free, I'm not going to stop you. Absolutely, absolutely give it a shot, you know, and at least see for yourself um... I'm just looking like that Yeah <laughs> I think that's definitely when you, uh, as a free to play you there was a lot of talk ages ago about Ubisoft trying to transition to that gas model. This is a prime example of a free-to-play title, uh, you know, and as a as a game of a games as a service, um, you know, where you're kind of buying in with the coins, you've got the skins, all that sort of stuff, where you could potentially spend a huge amount of money. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's clearly not landing anywhere near as well as they expected. I can't even remember this game. The only reason I knew this was coming was because of the, the, the post we were given. I didn't yeah. even, hasn't been given any sort of push to say that it is going to Steam as well. And this is a multiplayer game. You need people to actually play it and the numbers are, aren't lying. Unless something dramatically changes, I don't see this sticking around too, too far into 2023. I do. Yeah, possibly not. Because it needs to make money to to do that um i think i played a little I, I did play a little bit of this and i go nope it's one of these 
games where I jump in for like 30 seconds and I know straight away I'm not going to like this or I'm not going to play it. It's fair enough. You know, we've all got those games that you instantly check out of if you're kind of like, no, that's not for me. Um, but, you know, and as I say, I, I think you, there is an element of they have to do something that makes you want to play it. And I don't, and it, you know, I think certainly judging by those numbers and those stats, it just being free to play is not enough of a reason for people to go, yeah, I'll play it. We will move on to our next game. I'm talking really slowly here because I'm trying to get it all set up. <laughs> and it is a game which may be familiar to a number of people, and that is Wavetail. Wavetail was a Stadia exclusive, and not the only Stadia exclusive which launched this week, but we don't go into that anymore. So wait, I've, I've got to read out the things of, uh, of, of that. I, I even forget the name of it every time I flip them. I know what Roller it is. Champions. Roller Champion, yeah. I keep forgetting it. Yeah. Uh, wave Tail. Surf the waters of a submerged city. Unravel the past. Save the islanders from mysterious sea monsters. And discover secrets hidden under the surface. Did you play this on Stadia? Nope. I didn't. It I does look relatively. It does look relatively intriguing, though. I have to be honest. Uh, I'm looking at it, thinking, um, you know, it does look like a uh, like there's something there. There's the guts of a good game. Uh, and you know what, Thunderful are like. They generally have got very thought-provoking, uh, engaging titles. Um, so there's definitely something there that says this could be worth a play. Yes, I did want to play this. I just never got into Stadia. I will with, wish this to, but I'm telling you now, 20 quid, you're, you're, this time of year, that is a no-go at that price point. Well, we talk about price points all the time, and some games fall into different price points. Yes, devs need to get paid. But unfortunately, though, the world we live in at this moment, as we've shown at the beginning of this episode, competition for £13, I can get all them games from TK. Yeah. And that's what we're sort of uh, living with. And then you've got the... Oh, I'm going to be naughty here and maybe talk about stuff we're not meant to talk about. Remember, you've got Game Pass. I remember you can link your Game Pass games. Some of your Game Pass games get linked to different libraries. Yep. And then you can play them through GFM. But we don't, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. So, yeah, I'll probably pick this up. For me, this is a sub... It's definitely a sub £10 game for me. I would agree. This would probably be a deep seal for me. It would probably be sub fiver for me. See, I'd go sub ten. If it was seven or eight quid, I think I'd be. I. I. I'd go. I'd buy it at that point. Um, but yeah, I, it's definitely a wait for a sale. Uh, so 
it's got statements it has got controller support it's playable on deck wonderful i think like you said they bring different sort of games which which i do like one of my favorite games uh was it this year the end of last year already this year the gunk i enjoyed the gunk it was ah the gunk was brilliant it was one of these games where I was enjoying playing it. It had something about it. And then I forget about it. <laughs> but I did enjoy playing it. But I'm actually surprised that the comp isn't on GFM because it's up to them. But yeah, Thunderful do bring a number of cool little titles. And Swordship last week. Uh, yeah, and Talks. Mm hmm. Well, I talked about that last week. That swordship again. That was a that's it's it's a pricing. Uh, yeah, definitely because I think it was fifteen forty nine at that point, and then it was on a it, it had I think five six days where it had a uh, you know a pricing discount on it. Yeah, it's one of these sort of things here. So I'm actually glad that this game has actually escaped from Stadia and it is out there. Because I want all the games which were sort of Stadia exclusives to be out there uh, for other people to play. So this is good that it's out and it's actually going to GFM as well. So I know people did enjoy this game. Uh, it's getting pretty decent-ish sort of mix, but generally favourable. Would that be it? Positive? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I'd say so. And interestingly, I'd, as you scroll down there, and the first review mentioned the price and said that the price point's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's the, pri it's the price point. Uh, so I think <laughs> that I am not averse of buying games at full price. It's No, not it's, at all. It is competition, and there's even this is a lighter week for GFM. Well, I think it's fair to say this is a lighter week, and we have how many titles coming? Six. Like five, six titles. There's technically think, five, but there's technically six, but it's actually really five. Five to six titles. We'll go. You've nearly got a game uh, a day there. And there's only so much of your money you can put out there. And this is why pricing is so important. And games may look cool. I'm just going to say it. It's just, I, I'm not going to pay full price for a game like this, where I know three, four, five months down the line, it's everybody in Humble. It's going to be in one of the Steam sales and it's going to be really, really cheap. A game like, I'm just trying to think, well, Dead Island 2. I want to play Dead Island 2. We know that's probably coming to GFM next year. The chances were, I'm saying it's 90% chance of probably coming to GFM because all the other titles on. I would probably pay the money for that. I would be happy to pay my money for that rather than this £25 game where you, you, you just know it's going to tank. The, the price is going to tank. 
Absolutely. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, let's not forget, I think this was part of the Stadia Pro subscription. So uh, the humble, you know, I think he's probably a good shout. It wouldn't surprise me if you've seen it in a, you know, in a in a humble bundle uh, at the start of the year, um, you know, or something along those lines. Because you have to definitely, I think particularly when you maybe... Um, well, not just necessarily the PC space, but you look at how many games launch on Steam all the time. You know, there are so many games that, that kind of come out and it's it's physically impossible for, for most people to keep up with the rate of games, not only from a, a cost perspective, but also from a time perspective. You know, if you think about all these games, you don't necessarily have all that time to then kind of, you know, throw that into you know to be able to play through them and then you've got the monetary side of it as well um and that's something that i think you know does definitely put it into that you know into that area whereby you kind of say to yourself well actually i will get picky and choosy i'm not going to spend 20 pound on that because i'm not quite sure i'll come back to that i'll wait for a sale and that's why you know that's why we talk about it so regularly and you see us each week on gfn on oh that game's not for me. It's an add to a wish list. It's I'll wait for a deep sale or we'll keep an eye on it. Those are the, you know some of the reasons that you go through all of those motions when you are looking and considering which games to pick up. Yeah, um, what I just want to add here is uh, this isn't me being a tight. It is part of me being tight, but not entirely. When I beat a game on Steam. I go, um, after it's got trading cards, I go and level my trading cards the whole way up to level five, because that actually gives the devs more money. Say, well done devs, for making a game I actually liked and completed, and I've got a load of them. So that's what I do as well. So if the game's good and I complete it, the devs get extra money off me. So there is that. I'm all over the shop here now. <laughs> See, it's nice and easy when we normally do this. I know, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I've got this loading up here. It is some strange name of a game. which uh, Cos Cosmetia, Starship Architect and Commander. Uh, can you just give me two seconds? There we go. And call... Cosmeteer, Starship Architect and Commander. Design and simulate the starship of your dreams, command it in epic battles, and manage your crew while exploring a dangerous galaxy. Play alone or with friends, test your set. I was very, test your ship in online pvp and let your imagine reach for the start it's an early access game so that is already a bit of a warning for me but it's been like a couple of months and it is getting stellar sort of reviews here and it's 18 quid i am actually tempted to pick this up with without getting the overwhelmingly positive reviews and it is definitely a game for me where you, you build up things. I like the look of this. It looks a bit like uh, faster than light as well. It doesn't have a TVs, which is a bit of a an annoyance. 
and it is getting regularly upgraded. So what what's the reviews saying here? And 100, 200 hours, people are really enjoying this game. Uh, yeah, I'm actually really tempted to pick this up now. Hmm. There you go. Sorry about that. Do apologize. Yeah. This is why we don't record the podcast during the day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, there's a couple of things we have to deal with doing this, so that's why. And it's we actually have to record it during the day just to make sure we can get it done. So, is this a Duncan game? One hundred percent. When I did the news video this week, I was looking at it going. It's pretty much got a label across it that says Duncan game. <laughs> and it's uh, it's hugely positive as well. If you look at those reviews, it's in an overwhelmingly positive state. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely it's it's a it's a game for you. Apart from the fact that it's early access. Look at Zombie. They're making amazing comments, and I don't get. Yeah, that is the only. There's two things: no achievies and it being already access. I think achievies will come because it is an already access. But I do like the look of this. Yeah, I think I would give that a real go. It's yeah, it's got something about it. I think. And I'll tell you something now. There's more people playing that right now than other champions. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Four, 1,400 people playing that, and two and a half thousand over the last 24 hours. So there's more people playing this uh, roller champions. And we've talked about this, but I'll just get briefly again. It's there is the the family games and the Samadhi games. This is a Samadhi game. This is a game which appeals to the PC audience. It is a PC game. I, I, and I do know Nvidia hit me saying that when I call things a PC game rather than just a game. It is a game where the PC audience wants to play. Roller Champions is more, I would say, more console. It's more, I think this is, this is for the PC base. Um, that is why it is here. Yeah, absolutely. I can, you can tell that it's that game that appeals to that type of player um you know it definitely fits that mold uh, but you know as you say that's that's why they're bringing these types of games because you know there's the popularity is there and, and people want to play them yeah we'll move on to the next game we did we actually thought we were going to be nice and quick when we were doing this and we're really a lot longer than we thought we were going to be. And next up is Floodland, a society survival game set in a world destroyed by climate change. Explore, scavenge, and build a city to unite the clans. Conflicting cultures and limited resources mean you need to make tough choices. Have you got what it takes to lead your people into the new era of humanity? See, this sounds something right up my alley, but it's mixed reviews. It is a it's a very difficult one because you hear that blurb and you see bits of the, the footage from the trailer and you do very much think 
this could be a game that I could engage with. It could be something that, you know, that I want to play. But it's interesting that you've had that reaction because I had exactly the same thing where I was kind of like, there is something, I don't know what it is, but there is something that makes me say, I'm not sure. If I was going to say a game like this, I would recommend uh, Surviving the Aftermath. Yeah. And, and I, know, I know that has had a troubled... Uh, I can't spell Surviving here. Surviving the Aftermath. That had a troubled beginning, but it seems to have grown, and it's basically the same sort of game: survive and thrive in a post-like future. Resources are scarce, but opportunity calls. And this is made, or this is published by Paradox, and we know the big game I'm looking forward to next year, which I think is coming to GFM. I'm pretty sure, so, which is basically build your own uh, Rapture and Barashock. Uh, I would probably push people towards this game rather than that one. This one's uh, 27 quid and this one is 25. Five. Similar games, Surviving the Aftermath has got over its rocky sort of thing. I, I would probably push people there. It's interesting. Um, the, the alternative uh, kind of way that i guess you could go with that is i guess on the basis of maybe using surviving the aftermath as um i guess as a test case um you could possibly also monitor how both of them sort of pan out uh, and see whether floodland goes through that same journey of a bit of a mixed reception and then starts to gain traction and turns itself into um you know maybe a different viewpoint uh, as it gets further down the road we will go on to the last game, which I was just getting sort of set up for. And it is Marvel's Midnight Suns. I know you have stuck a fair bit of time into this. Uh, what do you the think? What, what have you been thinking about it? Um, I'm really impressed with it. I am really, really impressed with it. Um, I think I said the other week when it was, you know, when it launched, um, I remember seeing the trailer uh, or the first initial trailer and everybody saying there's no gameplay. And the trailer was instantly people were captured by going, wow, this looks amazing. But they didn't actually tell you what the what type of game it was, what was involved. And then they did after. And then there was a few people kind of went, mm, I'm not sure now. However, this has landed and it absolutely hits the spot. They do an they do an exceptionally good well, uh, an exceptionally good well. Uh, they tell the story exceptionally well, um, and as you kind of obviously go through each of the challenges, um, it's got a real nice mix in terms of the gameplay. Being able to then kind of roam around, then the card based, uh, and basically each of the missions that you undertake, uh, you get a star rating. Uh, based on how many turns um, it obviously takes you uh, in order to get past the you know the objective when you're out doing the missions. So you normally get waves of uh, kind of enemies. You've then got to use the cards and the surrounding environments basically to wipe them out as quick as you can. Uh, and the less rounds of playing cards that, that you know that that takes, the higher star rating you get uh, for completing the objective. Uh, 
uh, and then that all then ties into you know the story uh, and then there's an element of it said on the screen during that trailer uh, you know choice matters and some of the conversational pieces when you're walking around engaging with the avengers uh, or the runaways you start to um, have decision uh, in those conversations where you have to choose the responses and you then have to decide whether you kind of go down a a path of darkness or a path of light yes so it's really good i would not be paying it on it's good that it's gone to the epic game store i would not be playing on the epic game store because it doesn't have the achievies <laughs> there we go <laughs> so that again this is what we're it's decision making sort of stuff with that we'll go on to something which you're not expecting here i'm going to throw in a little curveball like i normally do and it is find something here i'm going to put a conspiracy theory out here we were talking about xbox last week that they yeah. should bring in their games to GFN so that they can say that they're putting it on to competing platforms. Our, earlier this year we got God of War on GFN. Do you think, I'm putting this out as a conspiracy theory, do we think that PlayStation pulled it because of this Activision Blizzard deal? as a bit of showmanship to pull the game off a cloud service. I, do you know what? It's a good question. <laughs> it's a good question. Um, I mean, I think from a personal perspective, I've always been of the impression, or it's been my belief, should we say, um, that that game ended up pulled purely because of the launch launch of PS Plus and the new tiers. That was my thinking, uh, you know, because um, obviously it kind of hit and then they announced that it was coming to PS Plus and then a week later it was leaving GeForce Now. Um, that was kind of the dots that I joined and kind of where my, you know, my thought process was. However... You do throw an interesting conspiracy in there. What? What are your? What's your? Give us some insight into your kind of thoughts and your basis for this. Fun and games. <laughs> Short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it's uh, as we're saying. As the case has got more and more nasty, this could have been. There seems to be three D chess getting played by everybody. Yeah, where it move, counter move, and all that. I'm just thinking this may have been a subtle move before anything really kicked off in it. After they pull God of War from GFN just to say that it's not on any other cloud services, because that is a big part of this case going forward is cloud and subscriptions. So, will we maybe see them back next year? That's going to when this all gets cleared up could we see playstation put their games back on when this ftc and cma and eu rulings have all been made and 
the Activision Blizzard Microsoft merger is complete one way or the other. Because we do know PlayStation are really, really focused on the PC market going forward. And they're bunging all their games down. Um, we're seeing one of the games for next year. To be completely honest, most people would need to play it on GFM for it to get done well. And that is Returnal. That has got some serious, serious specs where they're recommending 32 gig of uh, RAM. So basically, it's basically GFM's 3080 here would make that game look um, run really well. So I, I'm just wondering if it's God of War's away for the time being until this mess is sort of disappeared for a bit and then we may see a comeback later because remember if you've, if, if you've played God of War on GFN it's still in your library and yes, you can yes. still play it so I'm going to put that little conspiracy theory in there because it was in on GFN then out of GFN relatively quickly so I wonder if there there was something a bit more I'm just thinking this came to me in the last day or two I wonder if it's just down to this Activision stuff it's certainly an interesting perspective isn't it um it'd be because it's there's multiple different ways that you could um you know you could view it um because you could you know with all of these points you could probably counter it and say well actually does it really benefit them to show that they themselves uh you know uh are pleading cases for you know either games or services and and all that sort of thing not to be restricted to a singular platform but here we have god of war going yes we'll put it there no actually we'll take it back thank you very much because we'll just keep it on the playstation service and you can play it on steam it's a, it's a difficult one to read um and i think you could probably make cases for it for and against yeah, just a just a conspiracy theory because we just we like to do that. So why not? It's all good fun. Yeah, with that, I am going to say thank you all for joining. Yes, Even indeed. It's not loud. I hope you listened to the end and listened to our conspiracy theory at the end. Uh, <laughs> tell us if you if you liked. There was a slight change of format. A slight change of format. If you like that, let us know as well, and we will see you all again soon. If I hit the right button. See you later.